this weekend. We have the most anticipated matchup in fantasy football history. And it is for the Toilet Bowl Championship. Are you ready? No. No. Are you ready? No! No. Then, for the few loyal listeners and the dozens who have listened before, let's get ready to rumble! In one corner, we have the challenger, hailing from Rumford, Rhode Island. He has one win on the year against your host of the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football oh, Podcast, no. Glenn Enos Jr., Matthew <laughs> Toilet Scraper Souza. Yo, yo. And in the other corner, he is the reigning, defending, toilet bowl champion of the world, none other than the three-time toilet bowl recipient himself. He is Mason the Plunger Boy. What up? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. And like I said before, I'm your host, Glenn Enos Jr. And this week, this is the week that we have all been waiting for. Matthew Souza, Mason Boyd, my two best buds in the whole world going head-to-head for the last place fantasy football trophy. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad someone's having fun, I guess, right? (laughs) This has been the worst year imaginable. I'm not talking about 2020. I just mean, like, for fantasy. Um, I was going to say you don't understand, but Mason probably does. I always understand, Susan. But at the same time, I don't know if you still have – I don't know if you have the passion or the drive as as I do for fantasy at least. It's because having a year this bad, 1-12, and and just all, you pretty much have one win the whole season, including the playoffs, having such a bad team, watching other people do well, watching players that I used to have do well on other teams, it is so bad to just completely – it's almost as if I didn't play fantasy this year. And I'm just like missing out on football, missing out on fantasy, except I am playing. And it's even worse than if I wasn't playing. And it's, it's, it's really, uh, it really sucks just kind of like 
you know, writing a whole entire fantasy year off. It's something we always look forward to every year and to have it completely just null and void. It really, uh, really sucks. Oh, Sousa, I want you to remember this feeling, right? Because the feeling that you feel now is a feeling I feel every single year. And the only time that I feel any bliss when it comes to fan, uh, fantasy football is literally the day of the draft. And that's it. Because once, <laughs> once it, once the season starts, it all goes downhill <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> there's no recovering. It's like, it's uh, just snowballs. Um, and the thing is, Susan, it's not that I'm not passionate. I am just a defeated man. I don't, I, do, I just, I have accepted the inevitable. I am a magnet for the toilet bowl. I am one with it at this point in my life. Uh, so at this point in time, honestly, I feel like I should, I, I, I deserve to win it because you are a much more, in the sense that I think I enjoy fantasy football. Don't get me wrong, but you live, breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football. You're the only guy that I fucking know that the season will end. You will have a one-month reprieve, and then you'll send us a fucking mock draft. That in May. In May. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't. See, the emotional exhaustion that I have from the year, uh, it, it, it resets around usually July, right before the draft. <laughs> um, so I feel like you don't you you don't deserve this you had sh- you listen well you try yeah, to make your well, team better you just had really bad luck unfortunately um and like i said it's one of those things where where it snowballed and uh listen Mason, uh, i i you're 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 one of my best friends so i can't really say listen i want you to lose because I, I don't really want you to lose. I don't think you deserve it. If anyone deserves no, to spoil it, it's me. <laughs> no, Mason, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to throw the game saying, don't worry, I'll take the toilet again. Oh, I'm not throwing the game. I, I mean, I don't, the I don't game, but want like... the toilet. But I'm saying, deservedly, if there's someone who's more deserving, it's me. That I am perennial. I don't accept flushing. that. I want you to be in it to win it this week. I'm not, I'm not going to tank. I mean, I, I know that, but win. I just, I don't want you to, to feel like that's a bit that you losing is the better outcome because I want you to it's want not, to beat me. It's not the better outcome. I'm sorry. I'll say it right now as an outsider, as, as I shouldn't say, I wish I was an outsider. <laughs> you can call me an unbiased party right now. Okay. Because like I said, you guys are both my best friends, but the thing is, we, this is Mason. You're right. The, the, the nickname I gave you in my intro, the plunger, you know what a plunger does? It literally lives for the fucking toilet bowl. And that's what you are, Mason. That's what you do. Sousa, however, and I was saying this before you got on, Mason. Think of everything that Sousa has done this year. You're right when he puts in the effort, you know, mock drafts back in May. You have the draft. Every week he's trying to make his team better, trying to get a win. He got his win, and still it wound him here to the toilet bowl. This is like, we don't know when Susan will be back in the toilet bowl. So you have to capitalize on this. Mason, however, 
This is your fourth time in the toilet bowl, second consecutive year. I, I, Glenn, listen, if I had words to, I have no, I have no words. I, I can't. I don't know. Like, I, I, I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. So the thing is, I mean, if Mason went, Mason gets it. Yeah, that's funny. Ha ha. Mason, he's the toilet guy. <laughs> I feel like you guys are gonna run out of uh, names to change my team to. It's it's just I don't know because I know obviously Mason. I know you don't try it because you want to win fantasy football, but I feel like it gets to a point where it's just like, all right, I'm out. My team sucks. This is what it is. And then you make no effort to get it better. And the, and honestly, so like you said before, you were deserving of getting the toilet bowl. And the fact that Sousa has made that effort tenfold of what you have, and he is in the same exact <laughs> spot to, uh, to you, that's what the what's the best part about it. And that's why Sousa has to get the toilet bowl. And that's why you have to win this week. I have 77 acquisitions. The next highest is 50. From your dad. Mason has 11. So seven times, Glenn. Seven times more effort. Seven. Than, than me. Sevenfold. Eventually you have seven one. Times. Mason has one trade, and that was with me. Kenya Drake for James White and Le'Veon Bell. And how fitting that it was a complete wash for the most part. All right. Well, I guess Kenya Drake has done better as of late. But for a while there, it looked like a wash. And then it's we'll kind, see this it's week. It's kind of a wash because not guys are still in the same spot. That's true. Like that's everything true. that's leading up to this season, whether you talk about your effort, Mason, we talk about Suzer's effort and what he's done. Yeah, none of it matters. None of it matters because you guys are in the same exact position. That's true. And one person is going to go home or retain some hardware. Yeah. And, you know, I've always heard from like uh, sources that I listen to or, or, um, podcasts that i might listen to they're always like you know if, if you if you really need to like grind for a win or like trade for a win then go after this guy like i'd only do that trade if you're really trying to like buy a win now and, I'm, and i've in the past i've always been like huh i wonder what that situation's like to just being like have to trade for a win and uh hearing people do it successfully i'm like oh finally this year i was in those positions and let me tell you it's impossible to trade for a win you got to buy your wins and it doesn't work clearly and uh, I think if I'm ever 0-4, 0-5, I'm just going to fucking deal with it and keep the good players that I might have left and just see what happens. I, I, I don't mean to keep throwing salt in your wound, Susan, but exactly what you said right there. Now, obviously, I'm not saying the same thing would happen. You started 0-4, 0-5, whatever, traded away, you know, your best players on your team to try to get a win that now. I've been there before at that 0-4 position, and I was literally on the brink of trading my best players. I was ready to hit the accept button to a Panacho trade in 2015 to trade Odell Beckham Jr. I might have had AP for a deal, too. And then I'm looking at my team, like, right before I'm about to do it, I'm like, these guys are good. Like, it's not that bad. And then, obviously, the rest is history. Because that's just how, like, you fantasy, you just don't know what happens. But it's like, I feel like in fantasy football, whenever you have a gut feeling about something, 
you should stick with it. And like analytics play a big part of it. There's people who have jobs because of fantasy football. We do a podcast because of fantasy football, not trying to give fantasy advice and evaluate analytics, but Mm. obviously you play, you play your odds with probability and we'll talk about that later. But, um, a lot of it is too, it's just like having a gut feeling about things. And my gut that day told me to not trade away those players and they're going on the run, squeaking into the play. I'm not saying your situation would have gone the same way, but I think if you would have hung on to your team, you would have finished with at least a handful of wins and then maybe had a better shot in the consolation ladder against, uh, well, Zach last week. That's, that's where, that's where the decisions are tough is because. Or, or had better seating in the consolation ladder than the last spot. But that's, that would be the thing is like it's week four, week five, or beginning of week six or something. And with that mindset, you're right. If I just held on to my team, I'd have a handful of pretty solid guys, and I'd probably not win the toilet. But at that point, I would technically be playing for the consolation. I'd be like, all right, I got to hold on to these guys that way. When I don't make the playoffs, I'll be all right. But I'm trying to make the playoffs, and that's why and it ended up happening. And there's no way – I would have made the playoffs holding the team I have looking at it now as where it was week three, week four. Just a lot of it was part of the draft, the guys I drafted not panning out. So unfortunately that would have been the way it was. And, and you're right. If I was, if I had the mindset to play for the consolation week five, I would have been fine. I think, but I was trying to get those wins. That's what I said. It's such a mind game where it's like, okay, if I start a season at zero and four, my season could be over next week if I lose. So I get that, obviously, you trading to do that win. But there's also got to be a moment like, okay, even if I do lose, maybe other people lose. And then if I can string some wins together and other people lose, that'll get me in. Hmm. It's kind of like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the last two years, the only reason I've been in the playoffs, obviously I've lucked out with some wins and having a good record. But Brendan had literally fallen apart the past two years, allowing me to get that last spot. So, like, Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah, his his running backs falling apart this year was was really big because he had for a long time he uh, Mixon was hurt, but he still had Swift. But then he needed to win out, and Swift was concussed, and I think Geo was out as well. So he had to start some absolute garbage there for the last few weeks of the season. Right. Don't worry, made up for it in Craigslist. That's true. definitely been the most injury plagued year, so uh, that has that's helped nobody. Yeah. Um, two people, though, that have been helped, and we'll, we'll flip to the lighter side of things in this podcast. In our league, um, if you've been following along and keeping up with us and the guys that we have in our league, our league championship is consisting of the returning, reigning defending champion, Craig Heiler, defending his title against Jake Aronson, a true underdog story in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the years, Jake Aronson has not been successful. And fantasy football he's made the playoffs at a handful of times this year gets his first playoff win a week later gets his second playoff win and now he's competing for his first ever fantasy football championship in this league will he make it count or will it all be for not and we he'll <laughs> go back to the being the jake aronson that is mediocrity or oh, poor kid. <laughs> on the other hand we crown a new champion um and Jake Aronson impresses all goes on um, having like, in my opinion, like I said, I, I thought he had the best team in the league going into the playoffs because everybody's getting healthy at the right time. Um, so it could be Jake. And then 
You look at the other side of the spectrum, you have Craig, who just joined our league last year, beating veterans in the league and my dad, Panacho, and myself in the championship to win his first championship in his first year. At the beginning of the season this year, I guaranteed on this very podcast that he would never hmm. win a fantasy football championship in this league again. And what does he do to that? He says, hold my high noon, Glenn, because I'm going back to the championship. And I'm going back in style, defeating Matt Amaral, a seasoned veteran in the first round, although who might have had a weak team as the eighth seed, defeating the villain himself, Jake Fryer, in a semifinal matchup, going to the second straight championship in two years. Um, I, I, I texted Craig in the group. I said, I will give credit where credit is due. Craig has proved me wrong. He is back in the championship. And he's got a solid team. And right now, I don't know who the favorite is to win the whole championship. Um, but it's going to be a good game. And these guys are two of the best of friends. So it, it, it's a good personal. Uh, that much better. Right. It's the, it's a tough one, for sure. For me, personally, someone who hasn't won the championship, and that matters for my opinion, I honestly want to say that it might be better for Craig to win. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm sorry. But me not having won a championship, it's in my best interest to keep the champions list small. Side note here. Okay, so we've had we've had this league for nine years. And there's only been eight competitors to reach the championship in those nine seasons. How about to win the championship? To win the championship... There's been one, two, three, four, five, six. Six champions in nine years. Because we've had two Ten. people win twice. Right. Well, six champions in eight years, I should say. And then this is the ninth. We'll see if it remains six if Craig wins. Yeah, because for someone who hasn't won it, the more people who win it before you, it looks bad. So I'm sorry, Jake, but it's in my best interest if – we don't have a brand new, never before seen champion. I understand that mindset, but I'm going to have to completely disagree with you. Uh, it's bad enough that Craig won the championship in his first league against me, nonetheless. Um, but to do it again in his second year in this league that has been so prestigious <laughs> and uh, so competitive over the past nine seasons, almost a decade, and he's going to waltz his yeah. way in kicking all of our asses for two straight years? Who does he think he is? Uh-uh. We ain't having that. So I'm rooting for Jake Aronson. I said the winner of my game and Jake Aronson's game in the first round is who I'm rooting for to go all the way. Um, and I'm rooting for Jake. Jake, um, I respect Jake. He's paid his He dues. deserves it. Yeah, like I said, he's paid his dues in this league. He's had tough first-round exits. Um, he's been in the consolation ladder many years, too. Um, this is his moment. If, like I said, if you go by who, ha who would have the best championship DVD – it's got to be Jake Aronson. It's got to be. Mason. Yeah, uh, no offense to Craig, but I'm rooting for Jake as well. Uh, Souza, I completely disagree with your logic, mostly on principle of the fact that I'm never going to get close to the championship. Jesus Christ. So I don't care how many people win in front of me. Toilet bowl the only time dies. it looks bad is if everyone in the league has won and I haven't won. So yeah, and by that the, point, I'll by probably that get any toilet bowl. Yeah. And by Jake winning, you get one step closer to that reality is my point. Yeah. I don't want to get closer to that reality. 
but there's still six other people left to win. And it's a selfish at least six years. So it's a selfish act on my part. Cause like I said, I like Jake. He deserves it, but I'm only thinking about myself. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I I just don't really care about myself that much. Whatever. Jesus. Uh, Go, go Jake. Um, Honestly, it should be a good game. Craig Craig or Jake. uh, Honestly, I'm, uh, I'm fine with either of them winning at this point. Um, So Everything with you is I'm fine at this point. I'm fine with this. Uh, yeah, this I'm, I'm really fine with the fucking season being over. Let me tell you. I know. Me too, dude. I, I know we one are thing, not out of the woods. I know one thing we can all agree on is that we'd much rather have a Jake Aronson Craig championship than a Jake Fryer Panacho championship. Oh yeah. Oh that's hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's that that championship. No one wins. There's no well, question. Nobody wins. Well, somebody's gonna be a winner this week for third place. Oh, okay. ah, whatever. Whatever. Uh, George Kittle's back. Christian McCaffrey might play. I mean, these these are the these are the star guys for those respective teams. But uh, key a hey, key facto, Glenn. Who, what are they playing for? Third place. Oh, that's right. That's not. Yeah, it's third place a championship. No. They don't okay. even get it. They don't even get a trophy. At least the toilet bowl gets a trophy. Exactly. Yeah, and a hundred fucking dollars. What are you talking about? That's a good point. Yeah, I, t- I take a hundred bucks. <laughs> They're finding their money change. back. And if, it's, if we've seen anything from Fryer, it's probably going to be him who wins. Yep. Um. All right. Let's get into some fantasy football because we talked about our league long enough. Susan, I heard you got some news for us. Uh, you were actually spewing the news today. I think it's better if you do it. I don't. I don't that's not my style. I just like to spew news uh, to prove a point. Uh, well, I mean, I'll be honest. You, I got you nothing. You weren't prepared. You weren't prepared. No. I, this, this is going to be rapid-fire news, okay? Rapid-fire news. Leading up to today, which is Wednesday. There's no Thursday night game, by the way, but there is a Christmas night game yeah, on isn't Friday, that crazy? along with two Saturday games. Um. All right, let's see if I can find some good. This is this is rapid fire news. Well, I'll speed uh, stuff out as I see it. Nick Mullins isn't playing, so CJ Beathard will be the quarterback for the 49ers. We might see uh George Kittle out, but we don't know for sure. Out out on the field, I mean. Ronald Jones is not gonna be playing, so it's going to be Leonard Fournette again. Um Joe Mixon is definitely not playing yet again for uh for week sixteen. Raheem Morris says Julio Jones will get a little bit of work with the trainers today, and he's getting a little bit closer to this week, uh, this week to returning. Uh, and get, on a side note, on uh, can I get an update on Quan Edwards for later? I would love that. <laughs> he's definitely not playing. No, he's definitely not. I think what I had seen previous to um, this week starting, I think it was around Monday, they said that they were hoping – to sit him out for the rest of the season and that his return uh, to the playoffs would be – he'd be good and healthy to go. Who's mm. a Lev Bell revenge game? Watch out. Lev Bell revenge game against me, but I also have uh, a Kenyon Drake revenge game against you because you had it. Fuck. <laughs> um, so we haven't, we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but this has been kind of news for the past couple of weeks. Josh Gordon uh, signing with the Seahawks. Actually, he had a little setback in his battle with substance abuse. And that won't be allowed to practice or play indefinitely per sources. 
It's like um, a fourth relapse. Yeah, the, the NFL informed the team this morning that Gordon hadn't complied with his terms of his conditional reinstatement. And on it, like, it sucks. We joke about Chris Gordon here and there, um, <laughs> but he can't he can't get it together. And what a talent he could have been. Obviously, we're, we're eight years from his prime, but um, wow. I know. Yeah. That's how old Mason is. I know. True, that's how old I am. Craig's 33. Yeah, today. Craig's 33. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Craig. Happy birthday, Craig. Happy birthday, Craig. 33-year-old Craig. <laughs> oh, he's literally old Craig. That's old so Craig. funny. Uh, Raheem Mostert, maybe, high ankle sprain, not playing. Maybe I'll call him after. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Ooh, Dolphins Thursday practice updates. RB Miles Gaskin is back practicing. That'll be big for the third place game. Yeah, I think he's cares? been activated or is about to be. Yeah, it appears he'll be come off the reserve slash COVID-19 list later today. Gaskin worked with the other RBs and took snaps from Tua. Tua. Uh, Tua. I'm, I'm still looking to find information on John Brown, who has been on IR for four weeks and possible, possibly able to return this week. We'll have to see. I haven't seen any news yet, but I, that's what I'm hoping for. Possibly able to return. Possibly might be dead. The jury's still out. We don't know. Yeah. Bengals hey, I heard anything. Bengals wide receiver Tyler Boyd is in concussion protocol still. Ah, oh, my poor cousin. Thoughts and prayers, bro. Uh, Bengals RB Joe Mixon will not be back this week per Zach Taylor. Taylor said, we'll see about next week. Von Diggs was injured last in the game last week, but it looks like he took part in Wednesday's practice and is right now on track to be active for this week's game. No Jamal Williams at Packers practice again. Uh, which means for your Aaron Jones owners, he might be freed yet again to go off. Interesting. And somebody competing in our championship, old Craig, has Aaron Jones. And somebody uh, on this podcast traded him Aaron Jones uh, during the middle of the season. Mm. Yeah. His name ain't Mason. Or no, it's definitely not me. Come on. Right. Right. And I, was, uh, I received spoiled goods in return because if you didn't hear me already – I said Raheem Moster out with a high ankle sprain for like the fifth fucking time this year. Um, it's pretty annoying. Jeff Wilson, who I also have ready to go. By the way, I'm never, I'm never, ever getting a 49ers running back you again. Can't. Can't. Um, Jeff Wilson also has an ankle issue, but he he's not like out or anything. So he's on track to be the primary backup. So we'll have to, but he does have a cue. He is questionable. So we'll have to wait and see on that, but. That, uh, that anyway, spells, that spells disaster for you, Mason. James Robinson. I'm glad one of them's out, to be honest. I don't want to deal with both of them getting touches. James Robinson, though, <laughs> he's been like diamond in the rough this year. I don't understand what that was, but he's he's looking like he might not play this week. With uh, He had an ankle injury. He's being rested today's practice on Wednesday. Not looking great. We still don't know for sure, but I would expect to not have him. Um... Zeke should be good to go this week. He's looking better after taking a week off last week to recover his calf. Um, so that could be something. And Patriots were eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, I hate to see it. No, you don't. Well, actually, now I do because these motherfuckers should have lost like the past four games, but instead they just kept winning because everyone I kept hearing on, on the radio going, 
Yeah, the path is still alive, dude. The path, they're going to make it to the playoffs. They can't take because they got to maintain their culture. Fuck you. <laughs> maintain their Fuck culture. Fuck you. Maintain your culture. Get fucked, bro. Take and get a good draft pick. Now they're going to be stuck with number 10 or some bullshit like that. Probably higher. So stupid, man. Yeah. So stupid. That's Cult- like culture. K U L C H A H. You know what I heard on the radio? Do you know what Cam Newton has as quarterback this year? He has he has five touchdown passes. Five. Five. Wow. Five. He has six fumbles and eleven picks. Why is he the quarterback? He rushes touchdowns. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Tom Brady ain't walking through that door. I'll take Jared Stidham. No, I'll you. Take, I'll oh, take Steve Belichick at quarterback. God damn it. <laughs> um, this is this is nice. I enjoy this. I've been waiting for this for a long time. And well, if I nice. can rebuttal, since you're basking in my misery, Glenn, how much does it piss you off that the Cowboys keep winning games? Hey, we got a chance now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is annoying because exactly what I said. What's going to happen is happening right in front of my fucking eyes, baby. Halfway through the season where it looks like the Redskins and the Giants were just going to overtake everybody and fight out for the division themselves. Obviously, they fucking suck and they keep losing. And the Cowboys say, uh, we're, we're not going to tank because we're America's team. We ain't going to tank. What we're going to do is going to win some football games and then make it look like we're almost in the playoffs and then we're, we're going to lose. And then we're, we're not going to get in the playoffs. Then we're going to have the, the 15th draft pick instead, okay. instead, instead of the fifth. Patriots will have 16, so we'll be right there with you. It's, a, it's similar to my fantasy position where you don't want your football team to win. It would be like you don't want me to make trades to win. Just tank, quote-unquote tank, or not make trades. That way you have a better consolation spot or a better draft pick. Right. Sometimes you got to try, man. You no, never know what can happen. But there's a difference. There's no toilet bowl trophy in the NFL. <laughs> you actually get rewarded for being the worst. Right. I wish there was. Not, it's not like, so say, Susan, it's not like, you know, you and Mason are the, in the toilet bowl. It's not like you get the number one and number two pick next year. It's like that. That's Well, avoiding the toilet is just as good as like getting the first round pick in like in real life. So you can kind of still make the same analogy. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Cam Akers is out. He got hurt. Not surprised because oh. I had him. Wait, wait. Cam Akers is out. Cam Akers is out. Cam mm. Akers is out, and he's got a third place spot to fight for this week. That's right. He won't be a part of it. God. So McCaffrey could be. McCaffrey could be. Darn it he... all. <laughs> At this point, if you're the Panthers, why would you even play McCaffrey? There's no point. Like, that rule says he looks playoffs. doubtful. Yeah, exactly. He looks doubtful. That's code for we're not playing his ass for the rest of the season. He's sitting on the bench. <laughs> What's crazy is that every game he's played in, he's been nasty. Yeah. Even the one game after injury. Like and he didn't even – he didn't he did not even play, like, the after the third quarter. He got hurt midway through the game, Probably, and he still put up, like, yeah. 22 points or some shit. 32. Oh, my God. You'd think after an injury he'd be slow to get back like Michael Thomas was? No. You just never play because our no, first round picks curse. Christian McCaffrey, white Jesus. Christian McCaffrey, Jesus will rise again on a third place team. 
Hmm. Mason knows. All right. place team. That was rapid fire news. I kind of like that. We were just spewing off facts. Yeah, it was, that was probably the best coverage we had. Michael Thomas, by the way, on IR. He's done for the year. Uh, regular season. The hope for him is to the regular season. Sorry. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, he, uh, I guess we could talk about that year in review, bring him up for that podcast episode. Yeah, I think, I think the plan is so, I think next week. Because normally we do the Stellar Awards show once the new year hits. I would like to do it after the fantasy season is over. And that way we're finishing off the year, recapping the year right before the year is about to end. So next week, right before New Year's, we will do our Stellar Awards show, recapping the year, recapping our fantasy league. I love that we show. We'll discuss the highs and lows of fantasy football. Uh, so we'll talk oh, about the Toilet Bowl winner by then. Oh, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be great. And uh, but right now, let's move on. Wait, I have more news. Oh, uh, this is just personal news. Uh, oh. for me, uh, I have COVID. Oh, <laughs> damn, I forgot, Wait. forgot to say last week, obviously, on the podcast, I was in quarantine. Now I have COVID. Now uh, you're telling us when we're together doing the podcast? I'm sorry. When I, I started know. you in fantasy this week, and now you're on the COVID list? Man, fuck your fantasy team. Damn. Anyway, uh, no, legit, um, I have COVID. Um, and the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because I don't want people to think that my bad luck in fantasy is only in fantasy. So um, there is a symptom that you can get in COVID. Um, that makes your dick small? No, oh. I don't need COVID for that. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> um, no, there's a symptom that you can get from COVID called conjunctivitis. You know what conjunctivitis is? That's um... conjunction, junction. What's your function? Yeah. Close, Susa. That's close. It's pink eye. One to three percent of people can get pink eye. My eyes might not look super pink over the Zoom call. However, yesterday I looked like I took the fattest rip out of a bomb <laughs> of all time. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, my eyes feel better today. But just so you know, one to 3% of people, just, just think about that, who have COVID get pink eye because of COVID. Uh, and I am in that very minute percentage. So not only so, did you actually get COVID, you got one of the rarest symptoms of it. Yes. So uh, oh, oh, yeah. it could be worse. You could be dead. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That is true. Uh, but no, all, all jokes aside, uh, that sucks, Mason. And we hope you get better but soon. I'm on the mend. Uh, yeah, it's good. Like I said, my eyes are feeling better today. And uh, I'm just kind of congested now. So, um, so yeah. Uh, it's, it's so crazy. Like, we talk about this year and everything with COVID and how – COVID affects people in so many different ways. Like you talk about your what you just got with pink eye. Obviously, we've seen the death toll that's taken with COVID. Um, we've seen people be asymptomatic with COVID. You know, Chelsea's a COVID nurse and she sees this shit every day. So I, I hear about it all the time. But it's just yeah. unbelievable about how, like, it just has so many different ways it can affect people. And you just like, you never know until like it actually happens to you and you get it or, or somebody close to you gets it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that I've, uh, I was quarantining with, you know, two other people 
and uh, all three of us were affected completely differently by the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, Brendan has it as well. Uh, I, I don't know why I said with two other people, but <laughs> like, like you guys well, well, don't know I mean, who I live with. Yeah, but, no, this is my not, but but uh, but Brendan has it as well. But he has like almost like a, where my congestion is like completely my sinuses. Brendan's moved to like he has like a chest cold now uh kind of deal so it it just affects everyone differently um so i mean just be careful i not to turn this into a covid psa but be careful around the holidays you know how is he Wear right a mask, now you motherfucker what? is is he still like pretty uh is he on the mend or is he still pretty sick no yeah he's he, we're basically both kind of because he was working today i was messaging him i was like you're working right now what the hell yeah no he, he, he kind of Comes and goes. He's asleep I mean, on the couch right now. But. It was it was remote for those who don't know. He wasn't actually in the building, but <laughs> he walked into the bank. He still, yeah, uh, he still had to do that. <laughs> like, What's up, boys? Yeah. What's up, boys? Attack! The fucking monsters ink guys and hazmat suits. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we got a 2018. <laughs> um the Stars of the Week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. My stellar star of the week, because I want to talk about this, get this off my chest real quick, is a man who was on one of the championship teams in our league, and this man deserves a little bit of respect on his name. The man is Tan Nahill. Ryan Tannehill. I wish you just stop with the man is tan because that would have been funny. The He's man tan. is tan. Ryan Tannehill last week against the Detroit Lions threw for 273 yards with a trifecta of TDs. But that's not all, folks. He ran the ball three times for 21 yards and a pair of voluptuous, gigantic, juicy, soft, scrumptious. <laughs> TDs. Damn. Damn. For 37.02 fantasy points. Thank you. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, that is pretty good. Ryan Tannehill, uh, keeping seasons alive and destroying seasons. I thought last year was a fluke with how well he was doing and how all the Titans were doing, but he's been lighting it up, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, no flukes around here. Tell burp. me why it's not a fluke. Hold on a second. A little birdie told me that uh, if you look at Ryan Tannehill compared to Pat Mahomes over the last Wait, 24 starts. The Pat Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. Half a billion Pat dollars. Mahomes, half a billion dollar man. Yeah. If you compare, you know, Pat Mahomes, who I guess is the best in the game, Mm, to Ryan Tannehill, Uh, Ryan Tannehill is actually statistically better than Pat Mahomes in the last 24 starts. Since he joined the Titans, which would be those last 24 starts, Ryan Tannehill has a better QB rating. He has five more total touchdowns, the same amount of interceptions, and a better completion percentage than Patrick Mahomes. The only thing Patrick Mahomes has more of is passing yards. So and cockshiners and Super Bowls, ball washers. I mean, uh, Super Bowls doesn't fit our narrative, Mason. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill 
uh, needs to be put a little respect on his name. People talk about Derrick Henry and obviously what he did in his playoff run last year, what Derrick Henry's been doing for the past two seasons. Obviously, Derrick Henry's a beast. You don't have to tell me that. But what you have to do is put a little respect. Just a little respect on Ryan Tannehill's name. And you heard it here first. I mean, it's not Derrick Henry who's giving him all those stats. I mean, you could say, you know, they have Derrick Henry, but the Chiefs have Kelsey. They both have stellar wide receivers and, and uh, um, Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown. But one has a good running back, the other has a, a good tight end. So they're all, they both aid to the, how well the quarterbacks do. And I think it's a very fair sample. It's not like you're picking eight weeks or just one season. You're picking as long as Tannehill has been on the, the Titans, as long as Tannehill has had this chance with a better coach on a decent team, uh, he's outperformed. Pat Mahomes. And, and I mean, if Pat Mahomes didn't do half the amount of no look passes that he's done, maybe Pat Mahomes would be a step ahead. But he likes to be fancy so he can be on Sports Center and then, you know, promote himself, get free advertisement, and then get his endorsements bundles through the roof. So, I mean, can you blame him? Yeah, I can. Who's your star of the league? Uh, I wasn't going to go with a quarterback, okay. I was going to go with Tony Pollard. Mm. But I can't resist. Going with Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, I'm pulling the swerve. Ooh, he was the he was the league high scorer this week over Josh Allen by only a fraction of a point, but he took the lead with 37.8 fantasy points. He went to Arizona. He threw for 338 yards and three touchdowns, and he rushed for 11 times for 63 yards and another touchdown. Damn, that's four total touchdowns. I mean, ever since he's gotten the start, his first start, he just – he defeated the Saints. Just like, whoa, okay. And then he goes on, on an away game against the Cardinals. Not a crazy team, but a solid matchup. And he just – he went ballistic. And I'm almost starting to think – in the first game against the, the Saints, 18 carries for 100 yards. Arizona this week, 11 carries for 63 yards. Do we have a Lamar Jackson type of player on, on, on the mat here? Or in development. Is he going to take the start next year and be that type of guy? Um, I don't know. But I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm it's very gonna, possible. I'm not going to go that far and, and, and say that just after two games. What I will see, say is Jalen Hurts is a baller. He's a good player. Um, call it a fluke if you want. You know, had one good game beating the Saints. Lit it up last week. Whatever. It's only it's only a sample size of two games, but we're, we're going off what we've seen for the last two games. In two These past two games – Jalen Hurts has played better football than Carson Wentz has in the past three seasons. For sure. And I want every time I see an Eagles tweet on Twitter about something, it's not Carson Wentz, it's the coaching. It's Doug Peterson. He doesn't he doesn't give Carson Wentz the tools he needs to get back to where he was and, and all the injured receivers. <laughs> shut up shut up what is Jalen Hurts doing it'd be different if Jalen Hurts stepped into the same exact spot that Carson Wentz was in and fucking sucked it up like Wentz has been doing all season but he didn't now no. say what you want you know Carson Wentz he's shown flashes of being a great player he had one great season one could argue an MVP caliber season got hurt very unfortunate it sucks Overall, through his career, he's just been solid. He's been average. That's what he is. You spent a number two pick 
on an average quarterback who you gave a big contract to. And now you have this guy coming up that you drafted in the second round this season who is outperforming your franchise quarterback. What is going to happen in the future in Philadelphia? We don't know. I mean, I envy that the Philadelphia Eagles even paid their quarterback because Cowboys don't have that. But, you know, it's just it's just more controversy that Philadelphia doesn't need with the season that they've had so far. Mason. So uh, my stellar start of the week um, is someone who didn't score a lot of points, but I got to put some respect on his name because I think this is by far, uh, not by far, but it's his best game of the, the season so far. Um, and I want to put respect on someone on, on a team as well. Um, <clears throat> so this will be kind of a segue to that. My stellar start of the week is uh, Giovanni Bernard. Um from the Bengals. He rushed 25 times for 83 yards for one touchdown. He also had one receiving, uh, one reception for 14 yards and a touchdown as well. Finishing with 22.2 fantasy points. Now, uh, normally you're like, that's a pretty good day. Okay. Um, However, uh, he did this against Pittsburgh who has, I think, say one of the best defenses in the league. Um, and the Bengals, the Bengals beat the Steelers on Sunday night, which I haven't watched a whole last neutral Monday night football game in a long time. But, uh, like I said, uh, kind of why I brought up that I had Corona earlier, I'm still in quarantine. So I had nothing else better to fucking do. So I watched the whole game, uh, every snap and, um, I just got to put respect on the Bengals, man. In addition to Giovanni Bernard uh, for stepping up without Joe Mixon being there, as he has for most of the season. I mean, uh, he's put up a few duds the past few weeks. But uh, the the Bengals took it to the Steelers. I don't know if you guys saw uh, the hit on Juju Smith-Schuster, but holy shit, man. Honestly, you pro- the defender probably should have been flagged. Um, I think his helmet made contact with Juju's helmet before his shoulder made contact. But still, Juju Sousa basically Juju caught caught the ball. He turned, he started to run with it, and the safety had a bead on him, dude. Like you would not believe he saw he saw Big Ben looking at Juju all day and he fucking mm. sprinted and tackled him. So as soon as Juju turned and started to run, the guy walloped him and the ball came out. Uh and the Bengals ended up recovering the ball and that kind of that kind of was the turning point in the game because up until then it was zero zero I believe uh wasn't really a lot going on either side for offense um damn and and yeah I mean uh also Pittsburgh 0-3 since Juju started dancing on opposing teams logos or is that no uh he danced on the Cowboys logo and they won Uh, he's been (laughs) he's been doing that all year it's just he does it with his TikTok and now that they're losing it's like okay you know yeah, uh, no, I get that. Um, but, yeah. uh, also, Big Ben should have had, like, fucking six picks in this game. The, yeah. As good as their defense played, Bengals, Bengals, uh, that's Bengals the quarterbacks. Better. That's Sousa's fantasy QB you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I honestly think that there could be something wrong with Big Ben. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's two things. Number one, he's old. 
number two, he's a rapist. Tom Brady's old. And yeah, he's just a son on the mouth. It could be the rapist thing, but... Are you... Hold on. Are you equating to kissing your son on the mouth to raping someone? I mean... All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Let's move on. It depends, really. <laughs> because... Oh, fuck. Because with Brady, although it's not as vulgar and and, and uh, violent, it's also a minor that we're Susa, talking about. I said let's move on. I thought you were going to say as to why it doesn't matter that Brady's old. Just, just a peck? <laughs> that was Star Stars of the Week brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators. Finish the oh, job yeah. that your man or woman started. Mason. All right, baby. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta whisper this one. It's time for the fuck of the week. Your face. You had to like cool down before you could continue. Uh, fuck of the week. Brought to you by PB and J Lube. If what you're the? gonna get, fu- what the heck? You're gonna get fucked. You might as well use Lube. Oh, What's no. up, Jake? Oh no! Surprise. <laughs> Uh, so what? Jake's here. Perfect timing. Uh, Jake, you're you're just in time for the fucking week. Uh, hey, fellas. Oh, great. <laughs> someone, someone, you have no idea. Oh my god. Someone near and dear to your heart. Uh, the fuck of the week this week is Keenan Allen. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake. It's I'm, I'm I'm not sorry. This is know, perfect. This is absolutely perfect. <laughs> that, that timing was impeccable. Holy His shit. face just pops up. Like, what the hell? <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Keenan Allen had uh, he had one one reception for 17 yards, and he also had a carry for negative one. I don't know what the fuck that was about, but uh... oh <laughs> wow, Ooh, that is rich. Text from Glenn. Join, join, <laughs> join, join now, now, now. Do it now. Wow, damn. Oh, first of all, Jake. Welcome to the Stellar Seller Podcast. You, we've had we've had you on for different appearances before, but this this might be my favorite of all time. Oh my god! <laughs> Real nice. Yeah. Well, thanks. I for didn't having. know. I didn't know this was gonna happen. Susan, I, I, I I told Susan before the podcast started. I said, uh, "Keenan Allen's got to be fuck of the week." I said because we, we usually decide on that unanimously as uh, before the podcast starts. I said, yep. well, I'll, "I'll probably I'll probably just call Jake during that segment," and then I texted you and I asked if you were around. I was like, you know what? Yep. Fuck it. I said, just join the Zoom call when we, <laughs> when we go. And you're like, all right, when do you want me to join? I was like, ah, I'll let you know. And I, <laughs> right, right as we were starting fuck a week, wow. bam, there he is. Perfect. Thanks. Perfect really appreciate so, it. So, Jake, buddy, how how you feeling? Uh, it sucks, man. Um, you want why don't, why, don't, was, why don't you inform what? the listeners as far as like what, what happened this past week? Okay. So, uh. Uh, I was going into the semifinal game against our reigning champ and one seed, Craig Heiler, yep. who has a kick-ass team and has had a great team all year. Yes. Um, and I was coming off, though, a week where I put up 160, which for our league, it's half-point PPR, it's a really big score. It was my biggest score of the year. So I was feeling good, and I didn't think I had any injury issues. So I was driving back from visiting my brother Sunday when – the Chargers game was happening against whoever they played in week 14. So I didn't know that Keenan Allen had tweaked a hamstring. 
So I get back thinking I'm great. And then Tuesday I see, or Monday, I see a Cunier's name and I'm like, oh, here we go. And, uh, and then coming down the stretch, I added a receiver on their team, the Johnson guy. I don't even know his first name, but Dick. the dude who got like six catches when he came out. What was it? It's Dick Johnson. Oh, sorry. It's Tyron. <laughs> Show him some respect. Oh. Okay. Tyron, Tyron Johnson. So I, I added him with the intent of, well, if Keenan Allen's out, I'll just play this guy. They're playing the brutal Raiders who have zero defense and I'll be able to run them out. And then Allen was deemed active, like right before the game, as everyone listening knows. And I mean, what am I going to do? Sit Keenan Allen if he's going to play. And, and um, the thing is too, like, so you get the news about Keenan Allen and now I'm putting myself in your shoes. Keenan Allen's your boy. He's, he's your wide receiver one. He basically, I'm not saying he got you to where you were, but he's one of the guys you trust because he's one of the best fantasy players in football. I went after him. I Right. I, I, right. Specifically I for exactly this moment. Yep, for this moment, right. for these playoffs. So he's listed as active. However, they say he's on a snap count. Yep. Which is like, ah. Uh. So if he's active on a snap count, but you're thinking, okay, if it's Keenan Allen, that snap count is going to be when he's inside the 20-yard line. It's got to yep. be red zone. It's like, I'll just take that. If he gets me a touchdown, perfect. That was the thought. <laughs> it's right. going to be red zone. Right. Um, Keenan Allen, obviously, you know, plays the game. And moments before the game starts, I, I, I don't know if it was a video that leaked or he sent out something, but he was like, don't sit me. Like, he literally yep. told his fans, he always says, yeah. don't yeah. sit me. Man, yep. if I see my player – Saying "Don't sit me," that ass is locked in my lineup, dude. I was jacked up. I was, I was <laughs> jacked up. Like I don't, I don't text you guys in the league much about our league because I don't want to like give things away or set myself up to be shit on. Basically, is the intent. So on, outside move. the league, I'm like, oh my god, Keenan Allen's going for twenty tonight, and he had a catch <laughs> in the first drive, and I'm like, here we go. Like he's totally fine. Like, and then nothing. Watch, <laughs> watch. <laughs> And the worst part is I rarely watch the whole games. Like I'll watch red zone Sunday, but a lot of times I'm in and out because of just weird superstitions. Like I'll pick a game and try to watch a lot of that and then watch some, some red zone. I watched this whole game. I sat there. I sat through the whole freaking thing. Oh. Isn't that the worst? That, that's going to be the worst feeling in fantasy football when you have a player and you're like, yeah. is he, is he even out there? Is he going to do anything? Is he playing? Yeah. And then the commentators start saying things. They're like, huh, Keenan Allen's not out on the field. And it's like, well, you don't it's like a fucking. That's like a knife right in your chest. It's like, I yeah. know, yeah. asshole. Or they'll yeah. be like, or they won't even say it. They'll be like, uh, yeah, defense holding Keenan Allen in check today. And you're like, yeah, thanks. I fucking yep. know. It's the fourth quarter. He's got one point. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Oh, so he absolutely uh, took me over a barrel. And then I'm going into – oh, and, and Craig had Josh Jacobs. So I'm going in <laughs> fighting uphill. And as it was, we were projected for the same amount of points, which right. was like 10 more points than either guy on the other side of the bracket. Um, but we were basically projected for the same thing. So now I'm fighting uphill. So this brings me to the second of three uh, fucks of the week. Um, I, I was going to – and the thing is, too, I, Keenan Allen, I had to say just because he played – and everything happened, and like, like he's your best player. He's the player that you know. He, he not only fucked you, but fucked a lot. I traded. I I went out of my way in one week to just hound the person Zach had owned him, and I was right. like, dude, how do I get him? How can I get him? What? And I traded Adam Thielen and Jalen Rager for him, and it was literally just for the playoff schedule. Like I love Thielen. Thielen's a touchdown machine, but it was the Vikings play the Saints. They play 
Davis on the Bucks and they played the Bears. That was their playoff schedule. Right. And it was that's and that was the whole thought process. But continue, yeah, so. continue with you guys because I know where you're going with with the rest of your. So players. then I had a decision to make Saturday. I had Marquise Brown, who's been brutal all year, but I've rode him. We have a we have two flexes in our league, so I've rode him as the second flex, um, the whole season. Just whatever he. I mean, my whole thought process is, is he can have a big week, but he's had zero big weeks, so it's really just a flawed thought process. I just kept riding him out because I really didn't have a better option, and I had a decision to make this week after he was a close contact and COVID. And they said he was probably going to be cleared, but I really don't have an option after him. And then at the time it was Gabriel Davis. And with John Brown out, Gabriel Davis has four touchdowns in five weeks, gets four or five targets a game. And they were playing the Broncos uh, who had three corners, two, two corners, three corners that were out. So I said, all right, it seems like a decent matchup for Gabriel Davis. He's clearly liked in the red zone, did get tackled on the one yard line, mind you, in that game. Um, and seemed like, seemed like a, a better bet than taking the risk on Hollywood Brown, who as it was, was coming off a game with three drops. I go that route and those 10 points that Hollywood Brown outscored Gabriel Davis by would have been my victory yeah. by like two points. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I, That's the I, luck factor. As a guy who can say I've been there before, ah, oh, man, that is, that is rough. And, and the thing and is – And now here we are in championship week and I'm projected for – 129 points and the two guys playing in the championship are projected for 114 and 118 well you know all those things go there's two other guys who are in the championship we're projected for like 70 so count your lucky stars okay yeah count count your stars whatever he said uh so jake um george charms george kittle's probably coming back this week yeah yeah. Can use them for the third place consolation money. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> hey, something. It's, it's, it's something. I'm it's something to play around. for. Yeah. That, that's that's right, what I told Pasha. We were texting about it, and I was like, "Hey, at least it's something to play for." Right. Like I said, I'd, I'd rather be in your position because my season was done two weeks ago, and I'm just. That's why I think I'm having so much fun. I'm just rooting for other people, and, <laughs> and nothing's happening. Um, <laughs> all right. I, I won't. I won't keep you long. I wanted to bring you on because one, I had planned to bring you on two weeks ago because I thought we were going to play each other, and then the last mm-hmm. minute. You know, Jake Aronson, the rest is history. Um, so I'm glad you're able to come on today. Uh, yeah. We're going to have you on the future, definitely. Um, but Big surprise. You go, I want two predictions from you. Okay. Who's going to win the championship? And who's going to win the toilet bowl? Or who's going to receive the toilet bowl, I should say. Okay, let's start with the championship because the toilet bowl is more fun. <laughs> it, it is we led the show i'm having so much fun you don't even know <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got this pulled up here and i'm seeing toe injury for aaron jones i didn't know about that but i was probably in your news section it actually wasn't it wasn't at all <laughs> oh really <laughs> i actually i actually i only saw the the injury for jamal williams and and saying how he didn't practice so i was saying okay it might be an aaron jones week but Jake Fry's breaking. Everybody breaks news on this podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides us. Right. All right. So if if everyone plays, so like if Gibson plays, I'm just seeing the cues. AJ Brown plays, those are on Jake's team. And then Aaron Jones and Terry McLaurin. I think Jake wins the championship. I don't like Russell Wilson in this matchup. Uh Terry McLaurin recently has just not been great. I don't know who Lattimore will shadow in the Vikings game, but there's a chance that he takes on Jefferson. And I haven't been a DJ Moore fan. I've been off and on him all year. Um, so I just think that 
I don't know. I just think that all that together shapes out to a Jake victory. I also just really don't want Craig to win after getting 98 points in week one and then finding a way into the championship anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but I think we're on that same boat too. We're all team Jake Aronson. Besides Sousa, actually. Sousa, you'd be surprised once you listen to this back and see his take on uh, the championship game. Or I can tell you now because you're probably not going to listen to it. (laughs) Jake's a loyal listener. You're a loyal listener? Yeah, on one and a half seat though. It's like two hour pods sometimes. You got to kind of get the ball rolling. that's understandable. I said that from my perspective, who hasn't since I haven't won a championship, I'd rather keep the champions list small. So I don't want new people winning before me. So in that respect, I actually would rather have a Craig win. What a selfish dickhead, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty selfish, but also fair. And I'm a fan of that because Susan's going to be rooting for one of us next year then, right, Glenn? That's all right. It's supposed to be us this year. And <laughs> Um, well, the idea is every year it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be us. And it just hardly ever works. <laughs> rarely ever works. Uh, all right, toilet bowl. It's like a bunch. Is Mason doesn't feel like a bunch of rich people laughing about how much money they have. Yeah, you and me are just slumming it out here. I'm like Squidward like inside the cardboard box. I'm saying it rarely ever works. We've been in the championship twice together, and there's only been eight people to make the championship. Yeah, well, come talk to me when you got fucking four toilet bowls. Yeah, Mason. You don't have four yet. You have three, Mason. I think I've been in it four times, though. So, Mason, who are you going to start in that empty spot? I'm starting James Conner. <laughs> Jake, the reason why I pulled James Conner out of my lineup <laughs> last week is because I perfectly had the score of 69-420, but it didn't hold up. <laughs> yeah, the Saints D lost three points. Yeah. No, you know what's funny, though? They lost three points. And then on the next drive, they strip sack Patrick Mahomes. They got it back. And I was like, oh, shit. And then they lost, like, a few more points after that. And I got sad. Oh. I just but, love how it's Wednesday. We got, like, games starting next couple of days. And Jake's like, who are you starting in that empty spot in your lineup? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have a lineup. This is the yet. toilet bowl game. I mean, there's a QB I, with zero points in his lineup. I'm just trying to keep you on your toes, Susan. You don't know. Yeah, I know. So you're going to ride James Conner. And then are you going to play Lev Bell? With yeah, I, I just I just changed my lineup. I just oh, okay. All right, let's see what you got. Here we are. All right. Okay, what about Carr? Are you switching him out for uh <laughs> No, he freeze? should leave him. He has a good matchup. Shut the fuck up, Susan. He's projected for zero. <laughs> I know. He's injured. <laughs> Which we also didn't mention on the news. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, but it came up. All right. It came up. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, Jake, the amount of times I've looked at my team and said that this year. (laughs) Well, Pittsburgh versus Indy is not ideal, Sousa. My lineup is very subject to change. I'm actually, I told Glenn earlier, I'm going full tilt. I even added Gardner Minshew because I probably am going to start him over Ben. I don't believe in Ben. I haven't believed in three weeks. Apparently. I honestly think there might be something wrong with his health and match that with with a good defense. I don't know. I picked up Tyron Johnson because you talked about Keenan Allen's tweaked hamstring. I don't, it, he looks fine this week, but I, was, I picked him up just in case. And then James Robinson looks like he might not play, so I got uh, a Gumbawale, I think I'm saying yeah. that right. Yeah. And then Daryl Williams just in case. but Because Lev, Lev Bell, I don't know if he saw, like the last play he had, he got like face masked to the ground. It was a very slow to get up, but I think he's all right. But I thought he might have been concussed, but he hasn't had any – bad injury news so he'll probably play but 
Yeah, I'm going full tilt. I already dropped Dalton Schultz for Dan Arnold. Um, yeah. So you ride Minshew over Roethlisberger, even with Minshew playing in Chicago? Uh, yeah, I, I might. I, just, I mean, Ben's in my lineup right now. So so I, I do, keep this yet, in but. mind, I do technically have Chicago's defense in Craig's league, even though I'm out there. So this they're still on my team. Hmm. So if there's a chance that Gardner Minshew goes off against Chicago's defense, there is a chance. The fact of the matter is this. Mason has some solid players because he hasn't made any trades to get rid of them like I have. James Conner can be solid. Chris Collins is good. Mark hasn't Andrews is good. Brandon Ayuk is good. I don't have Brandon players compared awesome. to those guys. Yeah, yeah Brandon Ayuk has been my best player, and I fucking picked him up like week one or something. I don't know. I don't, I, I, He's your Dante Pettis of years past. Yeah. Except he actually worked out. Yeah, except he's actually good. So, like, Mason's got some playmakers, and uh, I'm nervous. Yeah, boys, I'm not going to lie. It's tough. It's tough. Um, I don't know. I said it a few days ago, and sorry, Susan, but I think Mason's going to win. I think you're going to – I think I think the toilet – or whatever. What was the question? Who's the recipient? I think Susan will be the recipient. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I fully understand that. I need, I need like some crazy games. Like, you know, there's always guys on the waiver wire who put up big games. Like you can, every week you could construct a whole lineup of waiver wire guys and probably win most of the games. You, I'm hoping you, I nail those, those picks. If you look at the number one guy in DraftKings, you'll probably find that lineup. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you uh, are, so that could be a Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew could get 25 points and he'd, he'd be on the waiver wire. Just like, you're also, or, or, or it could be Jalen Hurts getting 37 and you still lose. Talk, <laughs> jerk, dude. When when so one one of the few games I like had on uh, was that Eagles Saints game from Week 14, and I had added Jalen. I spent the rest of my Fab money going into the playoffs on Jalen Hurts. It was just a dart throw because I was, as you guys know, struggling for quarterback all year, trying to play different guys and good matchups and trying to piece together schedules. And when he had that game against the Saints, I was like, oh boy, I might have found like the one hole. And little did I know, everything else would become a hole that following week <laughs> besides Jalen. <laughs> oh, That's God. great. That is great. Rich. Even. Crazy. All right. Yeah, yeah, so you're just going for the dart throws. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, uh, what is it, blind squirrel finds a nut? Mm. Blind squirrel's right twice a day. <laughs> That's mixing two together. But sure, <laughs> yeah, that I, one I think it's a broken clock right twice a day. I know. I know. Okay. You think I was like a paralyzed and blind squirrel with the luck that I have, though? Because uh... <laughs> paralyzed and blind. Mason's beat me twice this year, by the way. So. <laughs> yeah, Susan. As they say, third time's a charm, bud. So. Oh, I, I just say all it takes is one, man. All I know. It takes is one. I know. Honestly, so, Mason, this needs need, to be the one. We need Connor to get hurt in practice. That way, Snell can take over. Because I feel like yeah, you have a better chance. We stuff. Dude, Benny Snell? I want Mason to. I want Mason to. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I think Mason will win, but I want, I want, I want Mason to win. <laughs> oh, this right, isn't so good. I got all the go. people on my side. That's never good. This reminds me when the, the page. I'm like the 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 fucking and the toilet bowl like verse. I am the 18 old Patriots about to play the Giants, and everyone's like, "Yeah, there's no way they're gonna lose," and then I'm gonna lose. Oh man. <laughs> I'm honestly the only thing that makes me feel a little positive is Mason luck, Mason bad luck. 
But at the same time, but the way you've had just as bad luck. Right. <laughs> I think you've so, had. I think honestly, I've had bad luck. You've had way worse luck than me this year, Chief. This year for sure. But I'm hoping like maybe the collective bad luck of you on the longer term might actually win out. I'm hoping. Yeah. The, the only spin. good luck. The only good luck that you had this year, you wasted on on me. And I was just, yeah. just asking you one question: Is it worth it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right, then. I should have never beat you. I'm so mad at myself. Like, I had control of that. Come on. Oh, you, you, you were trading your whole fucking team to prepare for that week. Well, it was a good thing. I got rid of Fuller and Gurley to get to get that win, and they're both not playing. Yeah, you're still in the toilet. <laughs> hey, I'm, cur- I'm just worse. curious. Like, what, what, would, would you, what would you have done differently? Because like we're like Glenn had said it before, like you went on a fire sale, like you started trading everybody everywhere. And I get sometimes trades don't work out, but what would you have done different? This is this is this is gonna be a five hour podcast if if we go into that. <laughs> One, you were starting, I wouldn't have been born. But no, 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 no. I would have never talked to Glenn in kindergarten. We talked about this earlier on the pod, Jake. Oh. So if you really want to know, I'll listen. listen. No, that that wasn't explicitly answered. What I would have done differently is quick. It's either one of two things. One, I'd like just ride with Julio's injuries and my lack of an RB2 and just see what happens. Or three, the biggest, I guess, regret would be the Craig trade. I made some trades prior. I traded uh, Julio away to Glenn and whatnot. But trading Aaron Jones and Jefferson, if I had held on to them and still did the trade with Mason for Drake, because for Drake, all I traded was James White. And Le'Veon Bell. I would have had them if I still didn't do the trade with, with Craig. And I would have had Aaron Jones and Drake, uh, Robert Woods, Justin Jefferson. So I would have had a decent team. Probably not make the playoffs, but it would have been an, enough, you know. That, that's true. That would be the, 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 the point. But how do you know that week five when you're trying to make the playoffs you. at all case? I texted you and was trying to get Aaron Jones too. And you said, well, I'm, dealing, I'm talking with Craig. What, should I, what would you do for it? And I said, I'd need a perennial superstar. And I said that Juju wasn't that, Mostert wasn't that. So I wouldn't have done that trade. Well, he wasn't giving me anything. And I had to get, I had to do something. He yeah, tried no, to I give don't... me, what was the trade you tried to give me when I, I was going to, you should have got for Juju him. for like Hunt a bag Robinson, of chips. Hunt and Robinson for Jones. Oh, I, I don't, I wasn't talking about that there on Jones trade, but is that what you oh. offer? Yeah. That's a trade. Damn. Get a lot of, Are you sure? Let me, let me go back. Yeah, go back. Let me go back to that. Go back. The other piece was definitely not Jefferson if I asked for another piece, but I don't remember asking for – oh, it might have been John Brown. No, maybe it was John Brown. I don't know. Listen, up to that point, Mostert – I might ask for John Brown in that. Mostert played sure four – up on John Brown. Mostert played four or five games at that point and was playing like a one. And uh, yeah, I didn't Mostert, know he was going to be hurt for the fuck fucking two months straight. Now he has four or five ankle sprains. Yeah. So poor guy. I, I'm never, I'm not drafting any uh, 49ers running back ever again. Holy shit. <laughs> Emily was uh, making sure you don't draft any 49ers running backs. Ever again. 49ers running backs, my favorite. All right. I mean, Jake, we'll, we'll, we'll let you get back to your night. We just wanted to have you on so I could obviously bust your balls. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Thanks for coming on, man. You're well, thanks, hey, yeah, Merry thanks. Christmas. If, Merry uh, Christmas. We don't talk before. Yeah. Merry Christmas, fellas, and good luck uh, this weekend to you two. Thanks, thanks, man. guys. We're both Is you two in town? I don't have tickets. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
man. See you guys. Later, buddy. That was... Oh, go ahead, Mason. That was fucking... That was, that was a very, very long fuck of a week. Brought to you by uh, PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Special guest appearance, you know? I, I love Jake. I Like, obviously... I hate him in fantasy. My arch rival. Um, but I, he's, he's definitely a good dude. People who listen to the podcast must be like, why does Glenn hate Jake so much? He sounds like the nicest yeah. guy every time they have him on. Hey, that, and even Craig's like, I don't, I don't understand the Jake Fryer hate because he's only been in the league for two years. But he everybody else understand. knows the history. Everybody else knows that he is Satan. <laughs> I disagree with that as well, personally. Yeah, he is Satan. But, oh, Mason, you... I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to go into it because we we've talked about it many times, and we'll continue to talk about it for a plethora of time. Yeah, this podcast is long enough, right? <laughs> right. Um, I had I had tweeted out on the uh, podcast account and uh, on Instagram. Uh, people wanted to submit any questions to the pod for this week of Championship Week. Maybe people want some answers. Um, I actually have a question here, but they asked to leave their name anonymous. Oh, great! Um, so let's see. Oh, is this uh, is this that fake girl that you made up one time that said that Susan oh, was what's racist? her name? Marsha or something? No, no. I don't. I don't make up fake. Shauna. It was Shauna. Shauna. Yeah, yeah. What a joke. <laughs> All right. So, so this one comes in from anonymous. Um, uh, it says, "Why is Souza starting all these shit bums?" Like Hanson, Dan Arnold, and uh, how come Mason has so much fab left and he didn't use it? So two parties. I'll let I'll let the respective guys. I knew it was gonna be a non. I knew it was gonna be a shit talker as soon as you said they were anonymous. But isn't that like what Panacho literally texted us today? So was it him? It was (laughs) Panacho. Of course it was. He didn't, he didn't ask me to be anonymous. I just wanted to say that he wanted me to bring that up. What I would say is, instead of worrying about my fab money, worry about your own team coming in third place and not the championship. Damn, that is a snap, crackle, and pop from Mason Boyd. That's what I say. Snap, That's what I, 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 I know you say, oh, but you're in the toilet bowl. How good are you? Worry about your own team. Maybe you'll be in the championship. Oh, my goodness. Damn. I felt that. Sorry. Why am I starting Hanson and Dan Arnold? Because I'm desperate. And they're the best options. So. And also, I'm not going to spend fab, – fab is different. I'm not going to spend my fab money on shits and giggles, okay? I used my fab money for multiple players on claims this year, but people spent more money than me. You I'm see, saying, Mason, you should have saying... spent $100 on Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> then you wouldn't have as much left. I we got it. We got it. We, we got to get Panacho on the pod soon. This is we're, we're, we're missing out on gold. Um. All right. Yeah. I mean, I understand the Fab question, man. So you don't feel like uh, with your Fab money that you have left over, could you make your team better with anybody that's currently on the waiver wire? Or no? no. Have- All the people that are currently on the waiver wire are on Sousa's team. Who Panacho was asking him, "Why are you starting <laughs> these shit bones?" Because I have to. <laughs> So, I rest my case. Um, And then we got one more question. uh, A little short and sweet here. Um, This one's on the Instagram account. 
And this is from this is from C Hyler sixty seven. Hey, um, happy thirty third. Says it's his thirty third birthday today. C Hyler sixty seven says pick one: Gallman versus Baltimore, Hines versus the Steelers, or Malcolm Brown versus Seattle because Acres is out. Um, why are not we give Malcolm it- Brown because. If he was on the waiver wire, he'd be someone I'd see, I would look to pick up and play for that desperation. Malcolm Brown, random two TD games like week one. Um, and since I would have done that, you do not do that. See, see that's the thing. Like, I, I, I respect Craig. Maybe he's just sending in questions to help us with the pod. He's in the championship, and he's asking for two guys' advice who are in the toilet bowl and a guy who got knocked out of the first round. It's it's important to hear from different perspectives. So you know what not to do. Right. And I told yeah. him what not to do. I said if I was if Malcolm Brown was out there, I would probably pick him up and play him. Where therefore he should not. Yeah, but yeah, because was... you're saying that he might do the opposite of what you're saying. Oh. Which might play Malcolm Brown. It's a paradox. Right. Mason? Um, yeah, I mean, Hines. I'm with Souza, because uh, I mean a, a not, not only is that something I would do, so don't do that, but uh, just looking at the matchups, Hines against Pittsburgh, uh, I know Gio had a good week last week, but he really didn't get that. He had a lot of attempts, um, I guess a little under four yards of carry, so not something, anything super spectacular against Pittsburgh defense. As we know, Pittsburgh has a solid defense, and then Baltimore has a solid defense as well. Um so I'd go, I'd go Malcolm Brown. I mean, Jonathan Taylor has emerged as the guy lately. The Heinz show might be over. Uh, I don't know why you're not even considering Kiki Cutie, who's been doing all right. And now he has actually a better matchup. He's not going up against Indy again. He's going up against Cincinnati. So he could be an option. Mm-hmm. Well, Cincinnati's defense last week, though, elite, Susan. So. Oh, if, you want my take on, if you want my take on things, Craig, or she hires 67. Um, yeah, whoever that might be. I don't know for sure if it's him. I'm not going to give you any advice because I don't feel like aiding you <laughs> in a championship game for the second straight year. Um, so I'm going to let you sit on it and think about it. Think about what the two Toilet Bowl guys said and then see if you <laughs> can come to a conclusion on that. The Toilet Bowl boys. Toilet Bowl boys, TBB. <laughs> TBB. <laughs> TBB, baby. TBB. You know what TBB? Yeah, you know me. About the KMS. That shit bleeding to the, you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I mean, any I post it on the Twitter account and Instagram, whatever. But anytime you guys want to send in questions, if it's fantasy related, if it's football related, even if it's life related, you got COVID questions from Mason. Yeah. Uh, What's it like? Did your dick shrink? Did it fall off? Uh, right. You got dick questions. We'll answer them. I'm not going to answer that question now because you didn't ask. You didn't ask. So right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? The jury's out. If you just want to hear any answers, just ask them some questions on the socials, and we'll answer them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do a rapid fire pigskin pick them here because this is week 16. Which yeah, means- I got them all. Sorry, I got them all picked out, so I'm ready to go with rapid as as fast as we can. Same. All right. All right. Well, I got. I got. I got. I got. I gotta, I gotta get in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta get in here. Um, 
Fantasy pigskin pick em. Um, who? Let's look at our. Uh, I think it's a carrot. Ten uh, points last I week. Know, I don't know. I, I'm getting double digits four straight weeks, boys. What did I get last week? Who's in the lead still, Susan? I got twelve. Um, I had a good week this week. Finally. Well, I'm 13 points behind Souza. Damn, I had 12 as well, Souza. And I'm in second Ooh. place. So we'll There's see. There's only two weeks left, Glenn. Ooh, you need I... me to you need to sign into my account and uncheck all my picks if you want to win. <laughs> I need you both to do that. All right. Well, we'll see what I can do right now. Friday night on Christmas night. Um, it's not loading. Hold on. Faster than that, Glenn. We got the Saints traveling to Minnesota. It's not I'm sorry, the loading. other way around. We got the Vikings going to New Orleans on Christmas. I'm picking the Saints. Saints. Same. Then on we Saturday, got- in a slate of Saturday games, we got Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay going to Detroit. Give me Tampa, Brady. Tampa um, Bay. Oh, a, a quick word. I was I saw glimpses of of these later games with the Bucks and Saints. And I was like, oh, Glenn's prediction of the Bucs ain't losing another game. I think that's out the window. They're losing by the, to the Falcons like 24-7 or something like that. And the Falcons choke again. It is unreal. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm then, so glad that Then you realize the, it's the Falcons. And, and right? It's like that's unheard of. Like that's this year alone, they've done that like three times. This is just yeah. this year. I, I don't get it. They suck. San Francisco 49ers going to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. And then on Saturday night, a very good game with two possible playoff teams. The Miami Dolphins traveling to Vegas. I'm taking the Dolphins. Give me the Raiders. Actually, no. uh, Derek Carr's not playing. Give me the Dolphins. (laughs) Give me the Dolphins. And then Sunday, week 16. We got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Kansas City to face the 13 and 1 best record in the NFL Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs taking. Chiefs taking. Bears <laughs> at Jaguars. The Bears. Bears. Yep. Bengals at Texans. 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 But the Bengals, watch out. Mm. Cleveland Browns are 10 and 4. Traveling to the New York Jets, who got their first win of the season last week, but at what cost? They lost the first round. They lost Trevor Lawrence. They That's lost the cost. Trevor Lawrence, but they're probably going to get is. Justin Fields. So uh, I drafted him in Madden. Yeah, and you came in last. But I'm taking the that Browns. Suck. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Browns too. Yeah, me too. Colts at Steelers, a very good game, deadlocked, but the Steelers are reeling a little bit. I'm taking the Colts, man. Me too. Steelers look Me like too. Dark. Something's wrong with the water in Pittsburgh. I just realized we're picking every single game the same, and I'm never going to catch Susan. <laughs> um, Giants go to the Baltimore Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Ravens. Broncos. These are no-brainers. Broncos at Chargers? Chargers. Chargers. Give me the Broncos. Go ahead and go, go, go Broncos there. I have to. <laughs> You're uh, forced. Carolina Panthers at the Washington football team. Washington football team can clinch the NFC East this week. Football at seven team. and eight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's give it to them. Football team. 
Let's give it to them so they can crush my hopes and dreams. Philadelphia Eagles at four, nine, and one go to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts in his first yep. Cowboys game. You guys picking the Eagles? Yes. Give me the Cowboys. Ah. Uh, LA Rams at nine and five. Shout out to Seattle. And uh, this could be for the NFC West. I'm Seahawks. taking the Seahawks. Me too. <laughs> Sunday Night Football. Now this has potential to be game of the year. As the Tennessee Titans travel to Green Bay Packet in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Tighten up. I thought uh, about it, but I'm going with the Packers. Go Pack up. And then on Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry. <clears throat> The AFC East champion Buffalo mm. Bills faced a team that they have dethroned over the past. How many seasons did the Patriots win the AFC East? Uh, it's like 11. 11? Or, yeah. 11 well, the buck stops there because the Bills are in town. And Sousa's Super Bowl pick is playing on Monday night. Give me the Bills. Mm. Bills. And I'm picking the Bills. Uh, let's go. They're going to put up a 30-piece. Let's go 31. Dude, that's what to, I have. To 13. To 13. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm changing, I'm, going, I'm changing 31 to 10 then, motherfucker. Oh, I'm going, screw you. I'm going 38 to 9. 9? Pagers only get three field goals because God knows they can't fucking score a touchdown. Damn. They'll get one, like, at the end of the game when the nope. Bills D gives up. Nope. No. Nope. Actually, I think the Pagers have a better chance of putting on more points if Jared Sidden plays. See, this is the first time they really don't have anything to play for. So, um, if anyone's injured, they're probably not going to play him. I think Stephon Gilmore is one of them. Oh, shit. Hot <laughs> takes. I brought to you by Durburgers. Gentlemen, after 16 weeks of NFL football, are the burgers good? Dur. Yeah. Wants to start it off. I'll go. You know why? Why? Because here's my sizzling hot take. What is it? I said the Bills are going to win. But if the Patriots do win, the only way they're going to win is if Jarrett Stidham drop, pulls up, gets at midfield on the Patriots flying Elvis logo and fucking drops trial and says, Daddy's here. And he puts up, I'm talking, Daddy's here. four TDs, 300 yards, baby. Let's fucking go. Mic drop. Now I'm going to go check myself into a mental ho- uh, hospital for even coming up with that. So, Susa, Glenn? That was, that was extra, extra crispy. <laughs> um, My hot take. Okay. All right. All right. My and I might actually put my money where my mouth is and when it comes to fantasy. You're talking bills? Like dollar bills? Dollar dollar bills. No, 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 no. Oh. You're talking Buffalo Bills? I'm talking someone I'm about to I might start at quarterback. And I know what you might be thinking, but you're wrong. But are you're we, wrong. Are we? It's not Gardner Minshew. Oh. It's CJ Beathard. What the fuck? CJ Beathard 
is going to go to Arizona this week, and he's going to drop Trout. He's going to get 25 points or more. We got we got George Kittle possibly coming back, which is only going to aid him. You know, Kyler Murray is going to be able to, to, to keep slinging the ball and scoring points, only making uh, C.J. Beathard have to keep throwing and scoring as well. And Ayuk's doing well. And if I start Beathard, it might be a little hedge against Ayuk. And uh, and he's done it before. I've looked at his stats. He didn't play last year, but he played in 2018. He played in 2017. And he's not that bad for fantasy. He's been he's put up some solid games. In the last game against Arizona, he put up 24 points, 2018. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Glenn's, Glenn's laughing in the background. This is the last time. The last time he faced Arizona, I'm thinking earlier this year. He put up 24 20, points. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> he goes, no, 2018. But yeah. then the time before that, 2017, he put up 18 points. So he, he's got their number. It's see, Glenn, this is this is what this is what I try to see. Souza, you're in a dark place right now. Because this is what I try to do <laughs> when I try crazy. and justify shit that I'm like, I'm like, yes, yeah, it's <laughs> gonna work. And then like I put the guy in my fucking lineup and he gets zero points. <laughs> I'm like freaking rocking. I'm like sitting in the fetal position, rocking and like scratching my head. Yeah, yeah, CJ Beathard, thirty points. Susan, I triple dog dare you to start CJ Beathard this week. I don't in the toilet bowl game. He'll probably do well. Oh god, I'm you really gotta, trying my hardest to not gotta, start Ben. I, oh please, just do it. Just do it for the sake of the podcast. Oh, that is move, real. Big Ben, here to CJ Beathard. My sizzling, my sizzling hot take is that the Tennessee Titans proved their worth this week to the NFL. Not only the AFC, but the NFL. And they absolutely obliterate the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. I'm talking a 20-point victory on the legs of Derrick Henry and the arm of Ryan Tannehill. They will both combine for five total touchdowns. Damn. Damn. That's good. That was hot. That's hot. That's hot, boys. That's sizzling hot takes. Week 16 edition brought to you by Dirt Burgers. That's sizzling hot takes brought to you by Dirt Dirt Burgers. Burgers. I have my team up right now. (laughs) I'm getting the toilet. (laughs) I'm getting the toilet. Stop, stop, stop. Right, I see right. what you're doing here. Stop. All right, boys. Before we wrap up stop. the show, before we wrap up the show, I want to, I want to, oh, uh, same, same questions that I asked Jake Fryer. Who's winning the championship? Who, you what? Like, all right. So we talked about who hmm. we wanted to win. Now we're talking about who is winning. Who, who do we think is going to win the championship? Probably Craig because his team always finds a way to pull it out. I'm just uh, bringing up their box score once. I actually haven't looked at their head-to-head matchup yet, but I have not either. Actually, it's pretty close. It could go either way, but I honestly think, and I mentioned this before in the season, Craig's got he's got a horseshoe up his ass at certain times when he when he needs it the most, he gets it. I think whoever he starts, Hines, um, 
whoever the other options were, Malcolm Brown, Wayne Gallman, whoever it is, he's probably going to get 20 points, and he's going to win. Okay. You don't like that answer? Here's, here's a thought, okay? Bear with me for a second. You mentioned the Craig Horseshoe up his ass, right? Jake Aronson has overcome Glenn Bullshit, Panacho Bullshit in the second round. Mm. What what makes you think that he can't overcome any bullshit that Craig has spewed this whole year? Because uh, I don't think... That is true. I don't think Craig's bullshit is bullshit. I feel like somehow... Craig has contacted these people personally, and he has said, listen, I am going to actually fucking kill you if you don't perform on this. He makes his own luck. Like Sousa said earlier in his power rankings this year, Craig yells at the TV like he is a fascist dictator. Uh Uh-huh. One could say Hitler. Yes, one could say Hitler. For example. Uh, For example, just, you know, Hitler, uh, Mussolini, I know no, Hitler, Hitler. Um, uh, anyway, I just feel like it, it doesn't feel the same to me, if that makes sense. I still think it's bullshit, but it's a different kind, if that makes sense. I'm going with Jake. I said it going into the playoffs. His team is cooking at the right time. Um, he hasn't had a bad week in like the past two months. And if Antonio Gibson plays and everything goes right, the one thing I could say is, yeah, Dalvin Cook's facing the Saints. But Dalvin Cook faced one of the best rush defenses in the league when he faced me uh, against the Bucks, And he did just fine. So um, let's go, Jake. And I will ask you boys both. Oh, that's what – okay. Fryer said – he said when Craig scored, he, he's in the championship even though Craig scored 90 in week one. That's what he said. And I was like, week one? Why does that matter? Round one, you meant. Right. I'm looking at it now, 96 points. He got lucky. Because everyone else would have beat him except Amaral and Glenn's dad. Right. Um, who's, who's getting the toilet bowl, guys? If I was a betting man, I'd put it on me. Look, if I had – if. If I had to put money down, okay, we all know technically there's no perennialness for a team, okay? Every team is new. Every team is different, okay? So if I had to put money down between me and Suze's team, all things equal, not like if, if I just saw the two teams, right? They on know paper. who they belong to on paper. I would go with Suze. Oh, winning the toilet or winning no, the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, winning the toilet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But that's also probably why I'm in the mess to begin with because I look at the names on paper. I'm like, oh, this guy sounds pretty good. And then he fucking gets 10 points every week. When well, I'm, I'm starting CJ Beathard, so. Let's go. I, I love to hear that. Um, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> CJ Beathard's going to make me win the toilet. But you got Ayuk, uh, though. I need Kittle to have, like, three touchdowns. All right. Four. I, love, I love you both. And I wish you both the best of luck this weekend. I hope both your teams play to the best of their ability in which this tournament. we know isn't <laughs> which, very which, high. Which is capped at 80 points. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I would have had, had 90 last week if I had started the right people. Actually, I would have had 100. 
I started the right people last week. For the record, Susan hasn't scored over 90 points since he faced me. <laughs> but I could have if I no, I don't know. Um if uh if I win, you won't you, this might be the last time you hear from me, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I might not be here next week or for weeks beyond that. So enjoy it while it lasts. Glenn, you remember how you told me that when I told you last Christmas is my favorite Christmas song? When we like when we we all first became friends, you were like I could picture you driving home on a snowy night, listening to that song, crying. So coincidentally, yeah. obviously, this week is Christmas. Uh, so if Sousa loses to me, I think he's going to be playing Last Christmas in his car as he drives to the Braga Bridge to drive off. Yes. That could, that yes. could, be, that could be a toilet bowl punishment. <laughs> <out of video. laughs> oh, my God. It's like, instead of Stan, it's just Sousa. Oh, shit. How am I supposed to send this shit out? That's so fucked up, but it's, it's, it's very it's very much a possibility. Or we could just make him go, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> Should I throw that. it on the I'll toilet bowl? Probably just, not. Just have me do that not. naked with the toilet in front of my junk. That's oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They, dude, that'd be so funny. That'd be so funny. This is like a three-second video. Oh, hold on, hold on. You would have to do the whole ad lib, buddy. I had to do a whole fucking four-minute video. This guy, oh, yeah, three seconds. Yeah, okay. Oh, you said awfully lot of coffee pie. You didn't say the whole thing. What do you mean? I started saying the rest of it. I don't know the whole thing. I only know those two lines. Yeah, you got to study it. Yeah, you got to research it. Yeah, you have to find me at the bottom of the bragger. So you don't end up mouthing uh, grade 1A1. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We might have him on next week. Um, That's it. Best of luck to both of you. We'll wrap this up. This time next week, we will have a toilet bowl recipient. We will have a new league champion, and we will bring you uh, our stellar awards show. We want to thank you for listening throughout the season. Best of luck to everybody competing in their championships. Best of luck to everybody trying to avoid the toilet bowl. Mm. And uh, good luck. Have a very Merry Christmas. Souza, best of luck to you, sir. You too. Uh, I know neither of us really, well, you know what I mean. Neither of us really wants the other person to win it, but someone has to get it. So, uh, best of luck. Best of luck. Guys. We need it. Merry Christmas. Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Bye-bye.